movie titanic minute by minute i'm your co-host rob and joined as always by my good friends joe and duff ahoy hi everyone minute 42 guys uh minute 42 rose takes jack's hand god (laughs) it takes a whole minute to do that yeah that's uh my summary um okay so minute 42 it's very cold and you know how hard it is to to grip things when it's cold (laughs) <laughs> once again uh Jack says he's involved and he said you know he's gonna have to jump on in there if she jumps and uh he's already taken off his shoes he takes his vest off it's like the world's worst strip that's <laughs> happening here the world's coldest unsexiest strip yep so I we've talked about this I get what he's doing but man, a lot of passive aggressiveness from Jack in this scene, this minute. Okay, what do you mean? Uh, the whole well, I mean the whole oh, not looking forward to jumping in there with you. It's gonna suck when you die. <laughs> it's gonna be really inconvenient for me if I have to save your life. Since I think that they should have hit the iceberg now, <laughs> okay. and, and instead of and. Uh, and, you know, I, I hate to spoil the next minute, but she does slip. Mm-hmm, it should yes. be because they hit the iceberg. And then I think Chris Elliott should be playing the guy steering the ship. <laughs> and he should blame the fact that they're standing in his way on him not seeing the iceberg and hitting it. Oh, okay. I think that could lead to some good comic dialogue. And it also would give a reason to eventually put Jack into, like, the brig. That happens True. in the movie anyways. Nice. Oh, actually, I got a, one better. Uh, Stephen Merchant is steering the ship, and Ricky Gervais is the captain, and then we have some comical improvisation between the two of them about him running into it. So would I? So you've changed Titanic into you've an lopped off imp- improv comic. Yeah, you've lopped comic. off two and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who's, who's going to complain? The Typhanics will. Yeah. <laughs> the the one guest we've had on who likes the movie will care. Um, or how about... Uh, okay, fine. Okay. How about this? A fall wow. scare. He runs into a small iceberg, and the audience is going to think it's the iceberg, but it turns oh. out there's no damage done, and then everyone relaxes like, oh, I guess in this movie it's just a little one, and we just get some straight-up romance now. I like that, actually. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I kind of like the fake out. Because there's no... Like, I was kind of wondering, when watching this movie, it's been a long time since so I saw it for the first time, um, but, like, is there tension here? Like, because you know... You know she's, you know, not jumping. Uh, I mean, no, but there's probably as much tension as any other movie you go to. I mean, if you go see a movie with, uh, like, um, you know... Uh, Ryan Gosling or something and like half an hour into the movie he's in peril you're like oh I wonder if he dies right now like yeah. usually you know they're gonna stick it out a little longer but those are usually exciting Just... sequences <laughs> not like someone standing at the edge of a ship being like I don't know I think I'm gonna jump I guess because, that's fair because 
meals are difficult. I don't think it's necessarily meant to be suspenseful. I think it's meant just to be an interesting way to introduce them. That's I, what, that's what I that's what I think it's portrayed at. Don't yell at me, Joe. I I, think, I wasn't listening. I think <laughs> I'm gonna tell you guys this. I'm gonna I, I was gonna wait until next week when we get to it, but I'll tell you one little bit. There's a very long deleted scene coming up, and in the deleted scene, uh, we go back to the the present day, and Lewis. What? <laughs> this is true. This is true. And Lewis says to Old Rose, "Wait." You were going to kill yourself by jumping off the Titanic? And then he laughs and says, you could have just waited two more days. <laughs> okay, that's that's on, that's honestly a solid joke. Really I like funny. that. That, abs- that should be in the movie. Yeah. Oh, man. All of Lewis's best stuff was cut, I guess. So... It's a much longer scene that I'll talk to. I think next week we'll get to it, but it is a uh, it is a long sequence. It might even be farther away, but it's like a six minute sequence that cut out of the movie, <laughs> and it includes some of the modern day stuff, but doesn't. I include think it should have been too. it should have cut to a record scratch, and then cut to him, and it just that joke alone, or and like, then her looking mad, and then it goes <laughs> all right, continue. And then we go or like back in to the it. like they would have kept this play the scene playing, and you just would have seen like. Like like a little pop like, up video, yeah, like a pop up of <laughs> Lewis's face looking down at Rose, <laughs> or it's like a it's like a Christmas story, or a Christmas Carol, and and he's walking around with her like a ghost, mm. sort oh. of commenting on the action. <laughs> so he's just shimmering in the background with his dumb smiley face shirt, <laughs> like ripping on her the whole time, wearing wearing like a like an inner tube that's just so tight on him, like around his waist, <laughs> and, those, and those little water wings on his on his arms, yeah. <laughs> And a, a swim diaper. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God, that's good. I mean, it doesn't make any sense because he's not born yet, but I still love it. Um, okay, so then he comes. He, he asked her to come back over the railing and get him off the hook. Back to your point, Duff. Doing uh, him but, a favor. Yeah. Could you do me a favor and not kill yourself? It's um, cramping my style, baby. <laughs> I can't have another homicide on my record. That's why I've been fleeing. His, his opening line was, have you ever been to Wisconsin? And his 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 last ditch resort one is, please don't kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she she calls him crazy. And and he says, that's what everyone says. And I thought, do they? I don't really get I don't really get the crazy wild vibe from Jack. I don't either. That's what, what bothers me about the line is like, he's not really that crazy. He, he he's an artist really like he he sketches that's what's crazy about him so far what if instead of trying to save her he just drew her well, well you have to remember oh. that you have to remember that james cameron sees himself as jack right yes so he he likes to play up the whole crazy thing. everyone thinks i'm crazy look at me making these billion dollar movies yeah i show everyone all the time that's true I do like the idea of him just drawing her quite a bit. Like if he just draws her and like shows her the sketch that he was working on, like he could have, been, I don't know how that works, but that makes more sense in some ways, doesn't it? Uh, I don't know. I was just thinking he would start drawing her and not say anything and she'd jump off. Or they, he's like, do you, instead of jumping, would you like to play hangman? <laughs> <laughs> I and made a really good, don't you think I captured your likeness very well? This is a pretty good drawing. <laughs> um, so then, 
he points out, uh, with respect, of course, that he isn't the one hanging over the back of a ship, which I actually, I actually like that line. I think, but I think the problem is that crazy part is only there to get to that line, and that crazy part doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, it sort of means to an end there. Um, and then he grabs her hand, and she turns to him, and only at this point do they finally introduce each, it's, um, themselves to each other. So we're at minute 42 of Titanic, and our romantic lead have finally, you know, introduced. And I just wish today was a Wednesday, so we could have had a Heart of the Ocean. But um, I think we're really missing, I don't know what you guys think, but I feel like we're really missing our relationship expert on this. Well, what do you think we need him for? I just think, like, you know, he would know he would know how to do introductions or, you know, how this works as an introduction between a, can, a young couple. Can we contact him? Can we contact I, him somehow? I don't know. I could I send mean, out an SOS. I mean... To the world? You well, try. we'll just send it out. Maybe, who knows, what's the worst that could happen? All right, give it a try. No one answers us and we drown in the Atlantic. <laughs> that seems like pretty bad, but okay. <laughs> Beep, 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 beep. Uh, All right. Did you guys send an SOS? Whoa. Oh, oh. oh relationship expert. <laughs> Jamie, you heard that? I, I did, yeah. I was just here watching some cooking shows, and uh, then I got this <laughs> notification on my phone. And it was oh, like, oh, it's just I like I a Christmas a... special. Like, yeah. oh, I was just in the neighborhood. <laughs> thought I'd pop in. Yeah. Well, glad you answered our SOS. Our relationship expert, Jamie, is here. Um, Jack and Rose have just finally introduced themselves to each other. Oh, is this uh, minute forty-two of Titanic? Oh, it is. Wow, you are oh, well oh. known, well versed in your uh, Titanic. On top of things, you know, mm-hmm. just paying attention. <laughs> um, yeah. So we have we have uh, the extended meet cute between uh, between Jack and Rose here, and and uh, you know, he says, "I'm I'm Jack Dawson," and she says, "I'm Rose Dewitt Bucator." And this is how they do their introductions. And, and Jamie, um, since you're here, I guess we could all, if you guys are fine with this stuff, and Joe, we'll just all each ask Jamie one question. Yeah. Okay. Fire, okay. fire um, away, guys. All right. Well, um, I'll start, I guess. Jamie, when you're on uh, first dates, mm-hmm. how do you introduce yourself to a potential future ex-girlfriend? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh- <laughs> Do you well, think it's more important to talk about like your background or your job? Because so, uh, Jack goes the background route. So <laughs> that's true. I I normally I prefer the background route. Actually, most of my meet cutes happen through an app right now. So I typically send a GIF. Um, it's <laughs> is it a stand? Is it a standard GIF? Spit out my drink. <laughs> so it is, th- it is actually. I, it's the okay. Top Gun GIF of Tom Cruise doing a thumbs up. Nope. Um, it is. Is a keyboard cat? <laughs> I, I kind of want you guys to keep guessing. Uh, is it Forrest Gump waving from the shrimp boat? <laughs> Ooh, that, that's a good one. Actually, that is a I, good one. I really like that. <laughs> oh, are all these ideas better than whatever you're doing? Well, you guys tell me. So it's um, it's a scene from Star Wars where Obi Wan oh, no. Kenobi pulls up his hood and oh, he says, "Hello beautiful. there." No! Ah! <laughs> I'm all in. I'm all in on this. This, this. Uh, I think you just got Rob to go out with you. <laughs> that's a good point. I don't know if if Rob is the only person that's agreeing to it. 
That uh, might not. Uh, maybe that's not the best way to do it. Background. I would go background, not your job. That's that's what I recommend. <laughs> Old he, Ben. He kind of lays. <laughs> he kind of lays a lot of stuff out there. He doesn't lay out his, but he goes really into detail about Chippewa Falls and all that. Well, it's a good, you know, you talk about your job and that's like, you know, is that really who you are? Do you want to seem like a person who's just about their job? You want to no be one like cares a more complete. Yeah, that's, that's true, too. It's like your fantasy football team, Rob. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you want to be like a more complete person. And so, you know, talking about where you're from kind of gives this illusion of like a background and stuff, um, you know, because it's all just like fake stuff on the first date, pretty much. What? <laughs> you, you, you didn't know that what do you mean it's all fake stuff on the first date <laughs> well, do you the, mean superficial stuff it's or yeah do you make things up <laughs> are you well, ja- <laughs> jamie's giving away way too much the first day is when you get to lie i guess yeah well it's not necessarily lying superficial fake it's it's more the first date you- is more figuring it out if you can interact with this person are you just acting like Bruce Wayne in that prison in Mongolia or wherever Batman <laughs> begins? Like you have no background? Are are you running away from your your some something you left behind here in Wisconsin? Oh, that's Are you even from Wisconsin? I, I am I am, don't worry. Yes. <laughs> no, oh, I mean man. the first day, like, yeah, you should probably be honest, but like what you say <laughs> probably <laughs> <laughs> What you say on the first date is not as important as like figuring out the way that you interact with someone and and kind of the. Uh, it's kind of important. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like like. <laughs> like what it, is going on? Right. Like if you just make up a job you don't have, it's hard to follow that up later. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's that's a good point. Maybe the strategy hasn't worked out as well for me. Uh, Duff, it seems like you could have a follow-up question. Like, what's the best I f- lie I feel you like told on a first you're, date? You're like a Trump executive branch level expert here. <laughs> well, I I don't really well, have. What any... is your expertise on Libya? Oh, I I read a book about it once, undergrad. <laughs> Maybe. Well, I didn't really read it. But yeah. I, my I looked at the read cover. It explained it to I, me. I saw it in the bookstore. Was... Oh man. So I don't really have a follow-up. My I don't have a follow-up question. He's My... not going to give you an honest answer anyways. What difference is the question? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my question, I, I, I kind of thought, uh, I thought big here. Mm-hmm. And so w- I'm going to lay out a hypothetical. So let's say they never hit the iceberg and they dock. Mm. How do they handle Fabrizio? <laughs> <laughs> because Good. once again, like Fabrizio just kind of gets uh, pushed into this to go along with Jack. This Like the first night they're on the boat, Jack's like, oh, see you, Fabrizio. I'm going to go lay out on the bench. And then he hooks up with Rose and, you know, has the whirlwind romance. So if they don't hit the iceberg and they dock in New York, how does he handle Fabrizio? Like what should they do? You know, that's a good, that's a good question, Duff. And it's uh, for Jack... I think that Fabrizio relationship is uh, pretty important to what we know of his character right now, maybe. And so I think they got to like, they have to do something together. He can't just run away with Rose, right? Like, otherwise Fabrizio is pretty lost and Jack's kind of, from Rose's standpoint, it's like, wait, you came over here with your buddy and then 
You're just going to leave him? It, isn't it ultimately just going to be a 1912 version of Perfect Strangers? Ooh. <laughs> <It'll just> be... <laughs> I like this. <laughs> Jack and Fabrizio. Just, to just make as nuanced meet. a character as Balky. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, man. Joe, right, well, you, I've got my you, question. I got you, my question. I just, oh, go I just ahead, wanted Doc. to say one more thing. Can you just mm-hmm. imagine that they, the, the three of them, like Doc, it's like, well, see you, Fabrizio. <laughs> and just standing there on the dock or at Ellis Island or something, and then he just has to go live in some tenement. And it just harbors vengeance for Jack the rest of his life. He just finds a pipe to go into and stomp on mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Joe's turn. So, yeah. so, so what is the what is the dating etiquette on a cruise ship? I know that mm. um, there are. I've I did a little uh, research on cruise ship stuff, thinking about this little encounter these two young people are having, and going on a cruise as a single is starting to gain in popularity, and some mm. uh, cruise carriers are catering to that market. Do you think that's inspired by this movie? Probably, it has Probably, to be. Yeah. So. Is the cruise ship sort of like hookup environment? Is it kind of like Las Vegas? Like what stays, what happens in international waters stays in international waters? Do you think that that's the expectation on a cruise ship? I would think so. They probably have like weak Wi-Fi too, so there's not a whole lot of like <laughs> tracking of so what, you, what happened and stuff. What I you're really creepy, man. Like, I, so, so you're happy that they can't fact check you? No, I'm not. I. <laughs> That's a good point, given... given Julian Assange loves cruises. (laughs) He's a big fan. (laughs) Jamie Assange. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. All right, so so on a cruise, there's everything, all all bets are off. Jamie and Julian are wiki creeps. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so all bet you could you could take the all bets are off approach, but you do have to remember you're in a small, like, a small community there and so you have to be thoughtful you know if you do generate multiple personalities or identities on this show what? <laughs> wait what those could conflict so you want to have like a consistent story I mean, that's all i'm oh that's all i'm saying it's like the plot of the talented mr ripley <laughs> <laughs> the talented mr jamie <laughs> So Jamie's advice has basically been get your story straight. <laughs> yes, that's a good. That's always a good idea. Mm. Okay, is Jack lying at all so far? We don't Takes know. Takes one to no one. What, what do you yeah. think? <laughs> yeah. A player can tell a player, right? Yeah. Oh, he made up a lake. That's true. That's oh, true. That makes sense <laughs> now. Oh, that. There we go. That might be the answer. Oh, James Cameron should have just said that Jack's a pickup artist. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why the lake wasn't real. Oh, man. We've solved, all, we've solved that issue. Um, so, uh, <laughs> go ahead, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> well, my last question I was going to ask before we, we head out is, um, do you guys think she would have jumped had Jack not intervened? No. No. Maybe. I don't think so. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I. She was obviously distressed enough to to climb over the railing. I feel like. Well, yeah. it actually it doesn't even matter because she would have tripped and she would have fallen anyway. Oh. Mm, yeah, and that turnaround. Yep. Yep. Okay, you're right. You're right. So you're saying, 
probably what happens is she goes out there without Jack, maybe even decides, you know. Wh- whether dinner. or not she actually wants to go through with that. Yeah, she... dinner's not worth killing yourself over. <laughs> <laughs> but does that does Jack, like, alter the, the turning around? Like, would she have done just fine had Jack not, not been there? I don't I mean, think like, so. I'm going to say no. Maybe. Sort of thing? Maybe. She's still wearing the suicide gown. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that eat. Number one, I think there's a decent chance she would have jumped. Number two, she would have fallen in anyway because Jack wouldn't have been there to catch her. Well done, Duff. Well done. This is actually the first Final Destination horror movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> Final Destination Titanic. So if she would have fallen, then her fate would have occurred as it should have, and then that ship wouldn't have had to crash. Oh, my God. Oh. But then she escapes death again. So, actually, so uh, the real Rose... Uh, like died like a shipping container fell on her when the rescue boat <laughs> went ashore a shipping container <laughs> and then this the this fake rose is, as we've already established is a fake rose so. oh yeah fake rose oh my gosh um, so it's getting heavy is there anything else you want to do to ruin the chance of another date um, <laughs> no I think I've done enough so far well we'd like to thank uh the people at Jamie's halfway house for letting him record this late at night. I uh, really, really appreciate their flexibility. Oh, thanks a lot for joining us, Jamie. Um, will you be around for future SOS as we need a, we thought a relationship expert, but now I guess our SOS just goes to you. Well, I mean, if my phone picks it up, yeah, just, uh, you know, send them out. Well, don't go any cruises. Okay. We'll send an SOS to Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listeners. Well, TitanicMinute.com. And uh, also, you could go to join our Facebook group, Titanic Minute Steerage. Give us your opinions on uh, Jamie's strategies on first dates. We'd love to hear them. <laughs> We'd also love to hear from Jamie's ex-girlfriend. <laughs> oh, to be clear, th- they may know Jamie as Roger <laughs> or Peter. <laughs> Or Arthur, or Matt, and or and uh, if or the voice Cody. you heard sounds familiar but under another name, <laughs> particularly in the Upper Midwest, yep. Oh God. Okay, we'll be back tomorrow. We have a heart of the ocean tomorrow, and I promise you, it's not Jamie. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow with uh, minute forty-three of Titanic Minute. <laughs> 